Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Hi, I'm Meredith Curtis, your host at Finish Well Podcast. This is episode 154, Books Girls Love. I'm so excited that you can be with me right now because we are going to talk about one of my very favorite things, books. I have four daughters and they love all love to read. And it has been really exciting to see books that my grandmother and my mom read and they introduced me to and then I've introduced to my daughters and now I have three granddaughters. So I'm hoping that they will carry on the tradition and love to read and love some of these really special books that I'm going to talk to you about. You know, as much as times change, the things that beat in the hearts of little girls and young women stays the same. Women, we are relational. We love romance. We love things about the home. We love seeing girls defeat the odds. We love to see them overcome difficult hardships. We want women that are role models for us. And that doesn't change whether we're six or 12 or 16 or 26 or 60. We still love certain kinds of books. It doesn't mean that we don't enjoy other kinds of books, but there are certain kinds of books that just draw our heart in. So what kind of books should you give your children, whether they're boys or girls? This is kind of applicable to both. Give your children living books. Living books are the kind of books that no matter what is going on, they seem alive to children. They don't seem dull. They don't seem dreary. They feel exciting. Now, sometimes people can't enjoy a book that would be a living book for them, but their attention span has been shortened maybe by video games and lots of TV, or maybe they just read modern books. Some modern books are written at such a simplistic way, whereas a 100 years ago, books that might have been written for a 10-year-old, adults would have trouble reading. But that is such an easy fix because you just start introducing your children to a little bit harder books, then a little bit harder, then a little bit harder reading levels, and soon they're able to read the classics. And what does a classic mean? A classic doesn't matter when it was written. It might have been written... In the 1970s, it might have been written in 2020. It might have been written in the 1800s or the early 1900s. It might have been written way, way back, like Aesop's fables before Jesus was born. But there's something that resonates with our heart where we can connect with the hero, where we can connect with the theme, the story. It's timeless. So classic literature is timeless literature. It goes beyond the customs and patterns of the times that it's written in, and it gets to the eternal questions in men's souls. Okay, that sounds a little deep, but what I mean is we all are wondering, will someone love me? Am I valuable? What is the most important thing in life? What should I give myself to? Who will be my role model? Will I overcome? And all of those questions 
beat in the heart of people and a timeless classic connects. It just connects hearts. It connects hearts over centuries. I know Jane Austen has been so enjoyed by the young women in my home. And Jane Austen wrote her books in the early 1800s. That was a really long time ago. And yet my daughters, two centuries later, can connect with her and feel some of the same feelings that her heroines feel. And that is the magic of a classic book. Another thing that you want to give your children is a wholesome book, a book that is not filled with smut or sex or dirty words, but is wholesome. It's a book. It doesn't necessarily have to be written from a Christian perspective, but it doesn't contradict a Christian perspective. And then finally, give your children books with good role models. One thing I love about Anne of Green Gables is that she changes so much through the book. And in the beginning, she just speaks without thinking, and she has such a terrible temper. But by the end of the book, you see her changing, you see her developing, you see her becoming a really fine young woman. And those are the kind of role models we want for our children, not necessarily perfect people, because if you look around in your world, you probably won't see any perfect people. But you look around in books for role models that people can identify with. When I was a little girl, the first time I read Little Women, I identified with Amy because she was the youngest. And even though I was the oldest, I was so young when I read it. Then later I identified with Meg. And as a woman, the last time I read Little Women with my girls, I identified with Marmy. And what a good role model Marmy was in Little Women. So we look for role models for our children when we give them books. And I'm going to share um, some authors with you that I have seen my daughters and other girls of all ages, and by that I mean from my friends Laura and Patty and Mary who are older to my younger friends who are in their 40s, like Nikki Lana to um, and Pamela to my children who right now are in their 20s and 30s, and then down to teenage girls that I know and a, and a host of women that through the years, my mom, my aunts, my grandmother, all of us have shared a love of books. And that's been a really important part of our life. So I'm going to introduce you to some some authors that we have loved. Starting with Millie Howard. Now, her books are are newer classics. Millie Howard enjoys creating believable characters that will make the past live again for her readers. So she really enjoys talking about history, but through a story. So some of her books that my children love were Brave the Wild Trail. That's about early Florida when there were the Florida crackers who were really cowboys and Captive Treasure, On Yonder Mountain, These Are My People, about a missionary. And my girls very much love The Runaway Princess. That's not historical fiction. That is just a story about a princess who runs away. And it's one of the first chapter books they read after they learned to read with phonics. And so that has a special place in my heart. So she has written so many delightful books They're easy to read, and they're more for younger girls. And then another easier read that 
I enjoyed her books. My mom enjoyed her books. And now my daughters loved her books. And hopefully my granddaughters will read her too, is Lois Lenski. Lois Lenski studied to be an artist. And you can see her artwork in some of her books. She did this amazing historical regional series. And it's about little children who live in different areas of the country. She did Strawberry Girl, who lives in Florida, Judy's Journey, who was in part of a migrant family, Houseboat Girl, Texas Tomboy, Flood Friday, Bayou Suzette, Blue Ridge Billy, Corn Farm Boy, Boomtown Boy, and and a host of others. She also did a lot of picture books for little children, boys and girls. And of course, these books, boys like too. But for some reason, she just connects so much with the heart of my daughters. The Little House in the Big Woods kicked off one of my favorite set of books. And since they've been written, they have delighted girls and boys everywhere. And those are the Little House books by Laura Ingalls Wilder. She basically, they're basically autobiographical fiction about her growing up and she tells the story and they are so sweet. And she has a dad who likes to travel and move place to place. There's also a book called Farmer Boy about her husband's childhood. And those books are so fun to read. And one thing I really like about them is they lead the way to such amazing unit studies. P.L. Travers, Pamela, was born in Australia, and she tried to make it on the stage in the theater. But she decided, I've got to eat. So she started writing, and she wrote Mary Poppins. And that led to a host of Mary Poppins books. Mary Poppins Comes Back, Mary Poppins Opens the Door, Mary Poppins in the Park, Mary Poppins in Cherry Tree Lane, etc. Definitely check her out. If your children have never read the Mary Poppins book, they're a whole lot of fun. She's just a real delight. Maud Hart Lovelace would tell her own daughters bedtime stories about growing up. And she inspired, that inspired her to write the Betsy Tacy series. And so there are several books in that series that are basically about Betsy as she grows up. And so they're very, very sweet. You'll really enjoy them. Now, Pollyanna is one of my favorite books, and it was written by Eleanor Porter. But she didn't just write Pollyanna. She wrote Pollyanna Grows Up, Just David, Miss Billy, Miss Billy's Decision, Miss Billy Gets Married, The Sunbridge Girls at Six Star Ranch, and some of those you've probably never heard of. I grew up reading Pollyanna, Pollyanna Grows Up, and Just David, but I discovered she has more books, and I I discovered them. My daughters read those three books, but I discovered some of these others later, and I'm hoping to be able to give them to my granddaughters. Kate Sarandy was born in Hungary, and she moved to America where she learned English, and she ended up writing several books in English. And what is so sweet about these books is they are set in Hungary. So she has a trilogy, The Good Master, The Singing Tree, and The Chestery Oak, and they are all set in Hungary, one is before World War One, one is during World War One, and one is after World War One. 
And she also wrote some other books about hungry, like The White Stag, Philomena. They are all amazing, amazing books. So I encourage you, check her out, Kate Sarandy. Kate Douglas Wiggins wrote Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. And of course, my mom read that. I read that. My daughters read that. But I didn't know she had written other books. And it's true. She did. She wrote Diary of a Goose Girl. She wrote Mother Carrie's Chickens and Penelope's Progress. And there's three books about Penelope. So if you're interested, if you like Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, check out Kate Douglas Wiggins' other books. And if you've never read Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, well, you just have to do it. I had never heard of Noelle Streetfield until I was watching one of my favorite movies, You've Got Mail. And I've watched it about 10 times. And I always love the scene where she is in a brand new bookstore. Her little bookstore has been shut down and she's sitting there and some people are looking for a book and they're, they say, do you have the ballet shoes book? And, and the guy working there is like, I don't know what you're talking about. And so the main character, Meg, played by Meg Ryan says, you know, ballet shoes. It's part of a series by Noelle Streetfield and Noelle Streetfield's books that they are delightful. I got had to get ballet shoes and then I got some of the other ones. But she has a whole series of these stories and your daughters will just fall in love with them. Ballet shoes, tennis shoes, circus shoes, theater shoes, party shoes, movie shoes, skating shoes, family shoes, dancing shoes, new shoes. And then she has a story about the Bell family and then kind of a hit autobiographical biographical story, A Vicarage Family, a novel of myself. So those are really fun books to read. And I wish I had discovered them in time for my daughters to read them, but I did discover them in time for my granddaughters to read them. Another favorite with my daughters is Arlita Richardson. I didn't know this, but she served in the Army for a year during World War II And after she graduated from the University of Michigan, she worked as a teacher and spent her life promoting missions. She wrote several Christian books for children. But my favorite is her Grandma's Attic series. She has several books that are set that are on that same. She has several books in that series in Grandma's Attic, more stories from Grandma's Attic. Still more stories from Grandma's Attic, treasures from Grandma's Attic, and on and on. And these are just so delightful. You'll love these old-fashioned books, these old-fashioned stories. Edith Nisbet is a British author, and she's not as well-known in the United States, but she's just an amazing storyteller. And again, her books are enjoyed by boys and girls, but... I have to include her because she just really is a classic British children's author. The Railway Children, The Story of the Treasure Seekers, Five Children and It, Beautiful Stories from Shakespeare, and on and on and on. She is really a prolific writer and just children love her books. Hilda Van Stockham was born in the Netherlands and raised in both the Netherlands and Ireland. She traveled often to France, Switzerland, and the East Indies. 
Hilda met her husband at Trinity University in Dublin. Then they moved to New York, and Hilda began to write children's books. She's also an artist, but what I love about her books is she sets them in places we don't know a ton about, like the Netherlands, and some are set in Ireland. So one of my favorite is The Winged Watchman, and that's set during World War II, where a Dutch family gets a downed British pilot while they're under Nazi occupation, and they they hide him and they take care of him. And it's just a really neat story, and they have such strong faith. The family has such strong faith, but she has written a lot of books that are set in other places. And even her at Bantry, um, the cottage at Bantry Bay is set in Canada and a day on skates is set in the Netherlands. Canadian summer is of course set in Canada. Um, so anyway, she's just a really fun author to read. I really enjoy her. She has a, and and you just feel like you're wherever whatever book you read of Hilda's, you feel like you're there with her in that place. Mary Elizabeth Yates was born in Buffalo, New York, into a large farming family. By the time she was 12, she had read the entire Bible and treasured this book above all others for the rest of her life. She credits her deep love of books to her mother reading out loud to the family. She married William McGreal, and they lived abroad in England for 10 years, eventually coming back to America and settling on a farm in New Hampshire. Elizabeth Yates McGreal lived for 95 years and wrote more than 50 books. You will love all her books. Carolina's Courage, Amos Fortune Freeman, Sarah Wichter's Story, The Journeyman, Mountain Born, A Place for Peter, Hue and Cry, Iceland Adventure, American Haven, Swiss Holiday, Sound Friendship, Children of the Bible. She just is an amazing writer. And again, she develops her characters. Your children will identify with her characters. They're great role models. Your children will want to read more of her books. She really is a good writer. Margaret Sidney was not her real name. The real, her real name was Harriet Lothrop, but she wrote under the name Margaret Sidney. She was married to publisher Daniel Lothrop and they were both raised in Connecticut. She spent so many hours of her childhood in her father's massive library and she enjoyed creating imaginary characters in her head and on paper. She was a member of the Daughters of the American Revolution and founded the Children of the American Revolution. The home they bought, called Wayside, was next door to Orchard House, where Louisa May Alcott's family lived. So that is really special. And she wrote, of course, The Five Little Peppers and How They Grew. And then there's several more books that followed the five little peppers midway five little peppers the stories polly pepper told five little peppers at school etc etc if you have not read the five little peppers and how they grew you have to you may have to look for it at used bookstores but it is worth it just a beautiful beautiful book and we are going to take a break right now and after a word from our sponsor we will be right back 
The God's Girls series was created for young women from 12 to late 20s. If you find yourself in that age bracket, navigating exciting paths and making choices that will impact you for the rest of your life, stop a minute and draw close to the Lord. You can use God's Girls Bible studies to unlock treasures in God's Word that will speak to the issues you face every day. Each Bible study introduces you to other young women who share their heart with you at the beginning of each lesson. God's Girls Beauty Secrets, God's Girls Friends to the End, and God's Girls Talk About Guys, Virtue, and Marriage are just three of the titles available. Remember, God's Girl, you are loved by Jesus, and He has amazing plans for your life. You can purchase God's Girls Bible Studies at Amazon.com and PowerlineProd.com. Powerline Productions, being world changers, raising world changers. been listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Now back to your host, Meredith Curtis. Welcome back. We are talking about books girls love, and we're going through several several authors that girls really enjoy listening to. One of my favorite authors is Martha Finley, and she wrote about the same time Louisa May Alcott wrote, only, believe it or not, she was much more popular. But today we hardly ever hear of her. She wrote a series called Elsie Dinsmore, and children loved Elsie. Elsie was a Southern lady and a devout Christian. She gets saved as a young girl in the first book. The books span the time before, during, and after the Civil War. These books are a great addition to any study of this time period. Whenever I read one, I'm challenged to walk more closely to Jesus. So I heard of Elsie Dinsmore because when I was homeschooling back in the 90s and early 2000s, my my kids were all younger and I was looking for good books and some homeschool publishers republished these books. They found them and they republished them and they republished them in this these beautiful pink hardcover books. They're so sweet. And I read the Elsie book and I'm telling you, I had an event with Jesus when I read that book. It was so good. She had such a pure heart and I loved I just loved Elsie's heart for Jesus. And so I immediately bought the whole series for my daughter. And I I have it today, the whole series, hoping that my granddaughters will come over and spend the night in the pink room and read these wonderful books. But she she's a really sweet author. And she also wrote a series called Mildred Keith. And there's not as many books in the Mildred Keith series, but... Both series are really, if you're looking for Christian literature for girls, this is probably the best series that you'll find. Of course, I have to mention Louisa May Alcott. She has delighted young girls for generations. My grandmother read Little Women. My mom read Little Women. My I and my my sister and I loved Little Women, and my daughters all loved Little Women. You'll fall in love with Beth. 
shake your head at Amy's antics, laugh at Joe in good-natured fun, and admire Beth as they grow into young women under the care of kind Marmy while Dad is serving in the Civil War. The book is followed by Little Men and Joe's Boys. All Louisa May Alcott books are warm and cozy tales set in New England in the mid-1800s. Now, one of my daughters, their favorite is Eight Cousins. I found that Jack and Jill is the best intro book to Louisa May Alcott because it's written at a little bit of an easier level. Now, I'm going to tell you about Patricia St. John. She was a missionary nurse in Morocco. English, well, British, and what a beautiful woman of God she is. Patricia St. John, I read one of her books and bought every book I could find by her because she just has such a sparkling testimony. She's an amazing writer and storyteller. So I encourage you to get her books. Again, they'll, they'll be enjoyed by boys and girls, but girls just really love her. And I have a little friend named Grace and Grace discovered her book six months ago and she told me about it at church and she said, Miss Meredith, I love these books by Patricia St. John. I'm collecting all of them. And I thought, you are a smart woman because those books will not only delight your need to read a beautiful story, but they will inspire you in your walk with the Lord as well. So here's a few of her titles. Treasures of the Snow, The Tanglewood Secret, Star of Light, Rainbow Garden, Twice Freed, Where the River Begins, The Secret at Pheasant Cottage, Three Go Searching, I Needed a Neighbor, and The Secret of the Fourth Candle. She's another British author that I really love is Frances Hodgson Burnett. Now, she grew up loving English gardens. She grew up in England, but when her father died, her mother struggled to make ends meet. So they moved from place to place to place, very far from the beautiful country into some not so nice places in the city. So her mother finally decided, okay, we're going to go to America. They moved to Tennessee and Frances married a doctor, and she also started writing. Her books reflect her British heritage, and they are widely popular. The Secret Garden, A Little Princess, Little Lord Fauntleroy, The Lost Prince, Rackety Packety House, and Sarah Crew. All of those are books by Frances Hodgson Burnett. Now, you may not have heard of Jean Stratton Porter. She grew up in her beloved Wabash County, Indiana, where she enjoyed being a writer, nature photographer, and naturalist. And you'll find that when you read her books, the descriptions of the places are so vivid. She's just amazing at description, and you just feel like you're you're there. You're soaking it all in with your eyes, and it must be because she's a photographer. Anyway, she wrote Freckles, A Girl of the Limberlost, Laddie, A True Blue Story, Her Father's Daughter, and Keeper of the Bees. And that's Jean Stratton Porter. Born on her beloved Prince Edward Island, Lucy Maud Montgomery was abandoned by her father after her mother died and raised by her grandparents in Cavendish. 
She married a pastor and she became a prolific writer. She raised a family and traveled back to Prince Edward Island as often as she could. Anne of Green Gables introduces us to Anne, with an E please, an orphan. She's so full of mischief and love and she comes to live at Green Gables and finds her way into the hearts of folks in Avonlea on Prince Edward Island in Canada. It's set at the turn of the century and you will enjoy the beauty of the setting as well as the charm of the characters. So there's Anne of Green Gables, of course, but then there's Anne of Avonlea, Anne of the Island, Anne of Windy Poplars, Anne's House of Dreams, Anne of Ingleside, Rainbow Valley, Rilla of Ingleside, and the Blythes are quoted. All of those are part of the Anne series. Now, she also wrote other books like The Story Girl, The Golden Road, Emily of New Moon, Emily Climbs, Emily's Quest, Jane of Lantern Hill, and A Tangled Web. She was, again, a very prolific writer. I like her Anne books the best, but some of my girls like the Emily books better. So you'll just definitely check her out. They're really delightful. And those are books that adults will enjoy as well. My daughter started reading them. Some of them started reading the the Anne books as preteen, but several of my daughters started reading the Anne books as a teen. Finally, I'm going to end with Jane Austen. She lived in England and wrote beautiful romantic stories with characters you will identify with and you will fall in love with. Her books can be reread over and over again. And I know the movies are wonderful, but they're nothing compared to the books. You definitely want to read the books. Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen, Sense and Sensibility, Persuasion, Mansfield Park, Emma, and Lady Susan. Okay, I have taken you on a whirlwind tour of books that girls love. And yes, there are more, but I thought some of you might not have heard of some of these authors and you may want to check them out. You may want to purchase one copy of the author's book and see if your daughters like them. And if they like them, you can buy more. Whatever you do, give your sons and daughters living books, classic books, wholesome books, and books that give them good role models. And have a wonderful time reading. Books are so amazing, and they take children to such delightful places. Let them meet such delightful people. And wow, what a blessing to read a good story. God bless you. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. 